Hello and welcome to the F Divorce Podcast. Jack here. Today we're going to talk about talking about divorce. Speaking of that, a few days ago I was a guest on Anthony Fiano's podcast Beyond the Post, and we did just that. Meaning we talked about divorce. <laughs> anyway. Uh, It was a lot of fun. I think it'll drop this week. Um, But either way, you want to check him out at underscore victory mindset on the gram. That's underscore victory mindset on Instagram. He posts the episodes on IGTV. So it's pretty cool. I will uh, link to him in the notes so you don't need to remember that. You know... It's actually kind of funny how terrible I was at talking about my divorce with my friends and family. Considering the Instagram account and the podcast. I mean, at first I was bad. I mean, really bad. But I wanted to talk to them. I wanted them to talk to me. I wanted and at times needed that shoulder to lean on. I needed help. Why was I so terrible at it? And why were they? We'll find out after the break. Early on, I had major issues talking about my divorce. I was embarrassed for one. I was barely 30 years old, and most of my similarly aged friends were just married or just getting ready to get married. Yet there I was. I started the F Divorce account because I needed to talk to, or more frankly, at someone, anyone. But I was scared to talk to the people closest to me. It was easier to talk to strangers. None of them grew up with me or watched me fall in love. They didn't grow to care for the woman who would be my girlfriend, fiancé, wife, ex-wife. Those strangers didn't see my bride walk down the aisle or the look on my face when I saw her for the first time that day. They didn't share in those immense moments of joy. And they also didn't spend money on wedding gifts and all the ancillary stuff that goes with that. 
Obviously, I knew that life doesn't always work out the way we plan it to. But I I felt like I failed them. I got them invested in a relationship that was ultimately doomed. Statistically speaking, it happens all the time, unfortunately. But logic was washed away with the emotional side that told me I screwed everything up. So while going through the pain I went through and not being emotionally equipped to reach out myself, I struggled. I also wondered why there weren't a lot of people reaching out to me to, you know, check in. I remember talking to a friend about it. One of the few who was really on the the inner circle. And when I say talking, I I, I don't mean talking. I mean, I, I was venting. You know, I shake my head looking back at it. I mean, I was I was such an idiot. I was so angry that people I thought I was close to, people I had known for years, hadn't reached out, hadn't said anything, hadn't asked if I was okay. Now, mind you, this was the same idiot who wasn't reaching out to any of them. I was expecting others to put the effort in while I refused to put the effort in myself. Now, I had my reasons. I mentioned a couple just a second ago. I'll mention more in a little bit. And and they were valid. But my friend helped me realize that everyone else had reasons too, and they were just as valid. He reminded me that, for one, people may not have known at all. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty insulted when I heard that. I mean, I was going through this catastrophic world-ending event. How could they not know? Well, a lot of my friends are spread out all over the country. So if they didn't hear it from her, I mean, did I tell them? Did I send out texts or an email? A blog post? A social media post? Did I say or do anything differently while I was out in public with any of them? Did I even go out in public? To answer that last one, uh, for the most part, unless I was at a bar, no. It seems silly now, but back then it was mind-breaking. I mean, how were people supposed to know if I didn't say anything? Whether we like it or not, we live in a day and age where we're expected to share our private lives in a fairly public manner. Now, I'm not going to comment too much on that here. That's another thought for another episode. But if you aren't updating the world, the world doesn't know to look. Part of the reason I didn't say anything was because I was embarrassed, as I mentioned earlier. I also didn't know what I was supposed to say. I mean, it seems 
kind of ridiculous to make an announcement like that, like it was some sort of press release. Also, believe it or not, I like to keep some aspects of my life private. There's public me, and then there's private me. It's something we all do, to some extent. But because of my broadcasting background, I feel like it can be pretty pronounced. Another reason, part, however you want to phrase it, was because I felt like I was in a way biding my time. Now remember, this was early on, so don't judge me on my thoughts back then, but I wanted to wait until everything was done and then drop the bomb. I wanted to wait until that perfect moment and then tell everyone the real story. Basically, I was being petty, and I wanted revenge. When it came to the end of our marriage, another tale had been told. I'd heard some of the various takes on it from the few people who did reach out. And they were full of half-truths at best. And hearing them hurt a lot. I wanted the world to know the whole truth, but only when the time was right. Thus, for the most part, radio silence. My friend continued his thought. Even if people did know, because I wasn't the one who told them, they didn't know how much of the story they knew, they didn't know how much they were supposed to know, And they didn't know if what they knew was even accurate. I mean, we've all played a game of telephone. We know how it goes. And again, this is because I didn't say anything to hardly anyone. One thing I learned early on in life, really, but it really became obvious during this this divorce process, is that some of us are crap at talking about this stuff. Really opening up. It's hard for us to reach out. Not because we're too tough. You know, we don't want to talk to anyone. We don't feel like we need anyone. We just, we don't know how. And I am, I'm totally guilty of this. There have been many times during this process and throughout my life in general where I needed help. I needed to, to ask for it. I wanted help. I wanted to ask for it, but I didn't know how. And that kind of leads me to the second thing he said. People didn't know what to say. As I mentioned earlier, most of my friends were just then getting married or getting engaged. And there I was already getting a divorce. A similar thing happened when my father died. I was in the 8th grade, and most of my friends hadn't experienced death, especially from somebody as close to them as a parent. And they didn't know how to react. I'm of the generation that would shout, who's your daddy, when we beat someone one-on-one in basketball, stuff like that. And I actually had a friend stop saying it mid-phrase and apologize to me 
because he thought hearing it would upset me. Now, I know that, unfortunately, most people have some experience with divorce. But there's a major difference when it's one of your peers versus an adult when you're a child. Have you ever watched a movie and thought, dude, just tell her how you feel or what actually happened and all of this will be fine? I know I do it all the time. There's a reason why this shows up in every single romantic movie ever. It's not because it creates tension and thus makes the movie longer. That's too complicated. It's actually because human beings are pretty terrible at communication. Finding the right words in the right moment is incredibly difficult. We find ourselves considering our feelings, the person's feelings, where we're coming from, where they're at. We want to be honest, yet tactful. And all of this crosstalk mixes up the wiring in our mind, and sometimes it just shorts everything out. We want to help. We just get caught up, and we don't know what to say. Those two points he made blew my mind. I mean, looking back, they are so incredibly simple and really obvious. But, and I don't know if this is true for you, when I get caught up in that emotional turmoil, sometimes the most obvious things are completely overlooked. If you're listening to this and you're going through a divorce, reach out. You have nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about. Getting a divorce isn't a black mark on your soul. You aren't tainted. Your friends may not even know about it. And if and when they find out, they will want to be there for you. You just have to give them the opportunity to do so. Remember, people won't know you're drowning until you call for help. Once you have that initial discussion, tell them what you need. I know it sounds silly, but we all need different types of support. And it's better to just be honest and help your friends help you than to not say anything and get all angry like I did at first. One thing to keep in mind, though, is to respect their boundaries. As much as they want to be there for you, they have jobs, lives, families of their own. At some point, you're going to have to learn to pick yourself up a little. It's hard, but you'd be surprised what you're capable of. If you aren't ready to talk to your friends, check out divorce groups. I know Divorce Care runs a lot of them all over the U.S. I'll link to them in the show notes. There are also a lot of online groups. I'll link to some of the resources for them as well. There's no shame in going to them. Surrounding yourself with people who get it can be incredibly rewarding and helpful on your healing journey. Don't worry about feeling embarrassed or silly. Look around at the people in the group. They all had to have a first meeting, too. 
Trust me. It'll be okay. If you know someone who is going through a divorce, don't hesitate. Reach out. They may need your help and are not in a place to know how to ask for it. Don't worry so much about saying the wrong thing. Just be there. A simple, hey, I heard about what's going on and I'm sorry. If you need anything, I'm here, will mean more to them than you could ever imagine. If you feel like you need a reference point, treat divorce like a death. And in a way it is. It's the death of a marriage, of a relationship, of hopes, of dreams, of a family, and of love. It's not just a breakup. Your friend may be unstable, angry, hurt, scared. They may repeat the same story over and over and over again. Once I started talking... I did that. That's because I was trying to rationalize and accept the situation. One thing for you to keep in mind is to make sure your friend is aware of, and if need be, you you may need to enforce boundaries. There's nothing wrong with needing a break. Depressed people are depressing. Don't forget to keep your mental health a priority. It sounds harsh, But as someone who was intolerable during the early stages, I can tell you that your boundaries are okay. It doesn't make you a bad friend, I promise. Divorce is a touchy subject, which is weird considering how common it is. It's hard for everyone involved. But the only way out is through. We have friends. We lean on each other. That's the point. Whether you're getting divorced or know someone who is getting one, reach out. There will be stumbles along the way. If you want to hear some, listen to the two-part interview, Divorce of Friends Perspective. Listen to my two-part interview, Divorce of Friends Perspective. It was rough. But guess what? I'm on the other side now. And the friends who helped me through are closer to me than they were before. Getting divorced sucks. Being divorced doesn't. Especially when you don't go through it alone. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Check me out on Instagram at F underscore divorce. I'm on Twitter and Facebook as well. Turns out Anchor uh, has a thing where you can record questions, comments, or whatever. It's linked. If you want to do that, that'd be awesome. If I like what you have to say, or even if I don't, maybe I just want to argue with you, I may put it on the show. Uh, Finally, don't forget to check out the F Divorce playlist on Spotify. It's a growing list of songs that remind people of or helped them get through their divorce, and it is entirely curated by you. It's linked in the show notes as well. Until next time, cheers.